Hi, I'm Liz Cully, and welcome back to Cool, Cool, Cool. Each week, I give you a glimpse into what I think is cool and chat with a ton of people that are definitely cool. No topic is off bounds unless, I guess, it's not cool. Welcome to Cool, Cool, Cool. I love the holidays for cooking. I love the cooking. I love going to other people's houses and seeing what they make. Obviously, I get very, very, very into the whole thing. I love having people over. Um, And when my friend Michelle reached out to me that she had a new cookbook, I was very excited because I'm like, you know what? This is perfect. Holidays, food, cookbook. And here's the twist. Michelle and her business partner have created one of the biggest vegan cooking franchises, sites, podcast, on her fifth book, Bad Manners. Some of you might remember um, the previous name was called Thug Kitchen. They have rebranded Bad Manners. I interviewed Michelle on my last show. She's lovely. She's a lesbian. She saw Rachel and I at a restaurant, which I died. I thought she was excited to see me, but Rachel's hair stands out in a crowd. But Michelle and I have been cool over the last couple of years, and I was really excited to talk to her about her new book, Hungry as Hell. We are both Bay Area girls, so expect a lot of Bay Area references. Um, And I think if you want some like different, interesting vegan recipes for the holidays, which can be really nice as a reprieve from all the heaviness, check out her book, which is out on Halloween. I watched your pop sugar. Oh, from a bazillion years ago. Well, guess what? I used to work there. Really? And I used to sell. It was the same time. So oh, where funny. you recorded in like Culver City in yeah, that exactly. studio, my office was like right around there. Oh, funny. Oh, funny. Small world, small. Um, I didn't realize this is this is your fifth book. Yeah, it's my fifth book. <laughs> I mean, respectfully, how much vegan food? Like, what? How many iterations are we? Like, yeah, a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. I mean, luckily, um, as the title of the fifth fifth books let you know um I am hungry as hell Mm. and so uh having a constant um desire to eat something different and new really helps and the cooking scene especially the vegan cooking scene is so different than when I um when my first book came out in 2014 you know people still in you know popular culture couldn't pronounce vegan like getting a vegan option at any fucking restaurant was just how would they pronounce vegan vegan all the time or vegan <laughs> oh my god please i want to be there when someone oh, says vegan. It, that between that and being like oh there's gluten and i'm like what the fuck does that have to do with anything um <laughs> so i've been vegan 20 years this year so it's Isn't your that- 10 year anniversary of the f- first book yeah 20 years of vegan yeah. Fifth and cookbook. Cook. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of anniversaries are happening and I, you know, got married this year. Everything's happening. Everything's Congratulations. Happening. We just talked Thank about you. that. It was our wedding anniversary yesterday. We love lesbian weddings. We, um, we celebrate it. I mean, nothing is more lesbian than a vegan. Yeah. Lesbian wedding. wedding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I know between that and like the two cats and the rescue pit bull, I'm just like, I am a walking stereotype and there's nothing to be done about it. Um, fine. I, you yeah. know what, if there was, it's better than like being like a weird roided out white dude with like hereditary alcoholism. That's yeah. Like super into football <laughs> and like has concussions. You know what? Fair enough. Fair. You know? Like, I feel like <laughs> mm, just like rescuing animals and like eating plants and yeah. pussy is fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'm already going. I'm only, I'm a giver. Okay. A giver. <laughs> I love it. Um, wow. That's a lot. I mean, I just like, um, well, and thank you for sending me a little advanced copy of the mm-hmm. new book. I was looking through it. So many things I love, like, I, I was getting through brunch and it was like mushroom cobbler. I'm like, oh, wow, she's really getting creative. Like she yeah. must. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, you have to start thinking outside the box. And I also, t- I'm not somebody who necessarily um, gravitates towards a sweet breakfast. I like, if I could have like spaghetti at breakfast time all the time, like I would be down. So I'm trying to- You can, you're an adult. You, yeah. Who, who says you can't, my wife always says that. Like that's, she always wants ice cream for breakfast. Yeah. And I'm like, or she'll eat like bolognese from the night yes. before. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, you can do that. Like you're well, right. yeah, but now I'm trying to indoctrinate people into my uh <laughs> into my lifestyle. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. Yeah, so so many, I mean, cilantro rice I saw in there, which yes. I need. Did you not have a cilantro rice recipe? No. Besides yeah, no. the original book. Yes. No, no, I didn't have any cilantro rice um, or anything like that. Like this book is really the whole focus is each chapter while it's divided into like the normal meals that you would eat. um, The first half of the recipes are under 40 minutes. And that's because that's the average delivery time on all the apps nationwide. And so that's from chop to chomp, as I like to say. Chop to chomp. (laughs) <laughs> and so that second it. half is the like the longer <laughs> recipes and so I'm really it's it's supposed to be like a mix and match kind of book where you learn skill sets and you have these different dishes like cilantro rice that you can plug into burritos you can make a bowl with it you can do this you can do that so that it really teaches you how to cook for life not just cook from recipes well mm-hmm. there you go there you have it <laughs> how long does it take to do a cookbook, a cookbook. It take. I mean, it should take about two years. I've had shorter deadlines for a host of reasons, and so you need at least a full calendar year to recipe test and you know to perfect everything. Because then you can you start assembling the book. You might have all this beautiful collection of recipes. You meet the hundred guidelines. You have it all divided, and then you're like, oh shit. Like I have too many things that are like a sandwich or I have too many rice-based dishes or I have too many. And then you have to change the recipes to be a cohesive project. Mm. And then you have to shoot it. <laughs> and then, I mean, yeah, which yeah that's yeah. a whole nother. Yeah, that's a whole nother can of worms because then there might be recipes that I I really, really love, but they're just ugly not ugly to eat. Like they look appetizing, but when you take a photo, like soup is so difficult to take a photo of. There's a pretty photo of soup in there that I saw. Oh, well, I work for it. Uh, <laughs> I styled the crap out of that one. Gravy. But why can't, why can't you just not take, cause I feel like sometimes in cookbooks, some things have pictures and some things don't for yeah. that reason. Can't you just yeah. not take a picture of it? 
Yes, I sometimes do not like I'll be like, no, we can't take a photo of that because it'll be ugly. But then sometimes I'm so proud of the recipe. People don't cook the recipes that don't have photos. And so then it's like a personal challenge to be like, mm-hmm. can I? It's so true. It is 100% true. There, If there isn't a photo, I would say 80% of people who buy the book will never cook that recipe. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my crumba. <laughs> I'm already fighting an uphill battle training to get people to cook as it is. I guess you're right. Yeah. What? So you said, you know, the landscape of veganism and, you know, vegan cuisine has changed so much. I mean, I think, again, you and you and I both being from the Bay Area, even though yeah. you were more, well, I guess East. Yeah, East Bay. Yeah. Like near the Delta, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Delta Pride, baby. <laughs> oh, I used to be on that Delta in the summertime. <laughs> oh, don't we're, get we're it twisted. <laughs> Lost Isle, baby. Yeah. Oh, I've been there. Don't 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 throw it back like that. Oh my God, do you die? I would yeah. die if anyone listening right now hit me up and was like, "Holy shit, you just threw a Stockton throwback." Yeah, style, and I'd be like, "Sure, fucking did." Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, like, not as I would say, like you didn't have the cafe gratitudes no. that maybe I experienced in San Francisco, or like even living down here. I mean, there's so many. It's, oh, it's, no. I never think about it, right? Like I, I we're so privileged because we have so many options. But what have you seen change other than that people can actually pronounce <laughs> vegan, which is also I would say generally people are a lot less apprehensive or scared about the idea of vegan food that they it's realize just fucking vegetables. It, well, yeah, it's food that you've eaten before. It's not a different kind of food. It just doesn't also have the additional animal products that you're used to. And so I think people have really, omnivores have really kind of taken that to heart and be like, oh, it's not such, I'm not going without to have a vegan meal for dinner. I'm not like, I don't have to be a different kind of person to enjoy a vegan restaurant or to buy a vegan cookbook. I don't have to be 100% vegan. I think people are relaxing a little bit and seeing where they can give and maybe understanding a little bit more that our meat-centric diet isn't the best for us, our pocketbooks, or the planet. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, let me tell you, though, heaviest meal in Los Angeles, gracias, madre. Oh my! Literally, God. I will have never felt like I have eaten a tonnage <laughs> in my life. I, I can't eat there. It's such yeah. a bummer. I like yeah. really. It was such a thing. I body checked Beyonce by mistake. Um, well, oh yeah! How did you remember, how did when, you... remember when she was like super vegan and the yeah, whole... yeah, yeah. I think she had a blue ivy at a birthday party there. Yeah, I, I bet. yeah. <laughs> so my office was literally directly across the street uh-huh. next to Craig's, which okay, was, yeah. which actually they have a lot of really good vegan options. Yes, they Craig's. do. And so Mostly their takeaway business is vegan. Well, and the ice cream. And, yeah, it's delicious. You know, it is good. Not my yeah. favorite vegan ice cream, though. Well, they better. Have competition. <laughs> I like the mint chip or like they have like a peanut butter crunchy one that I like as well from Craig's but I, I'm not um, over the body check of Beyonce we need to double back no I'm I'm, I'm getting there <laughs> so I I worked across the street and gracias madre is very expensive yes. I mean it's I think the thing that's great about it is it's an incredibly elevated energetic it's be- a beautiful space yeah restaurant but 
you know, and definitely I think elevated the profile from a having a lot of paparazzi out there. Like, great, wonderful. Woohoo. Woohoo. <laughs> so I run across the street because I was getting a drink with someone after work. They have great cocktails, yes, by the way. They, their cocktail program is the reason to go. It really well, I well, I also think their chips are fabulous. They're almost taste like Fritos. But very heavy. Anyway, I, I digress. So I run in like bleh, like crazy running in and I go to turn around really quick. Oh no, maybe I had gone to have a drink and I left something at the bar. I oh, so you rushed back in? So I was like rushing because I was like, why was I running? That's right. I'd had a drink with a friend. Actually, my friend Isabel ran in, came to run back out and turned real quick. Like you know, like you grab something, you have to yeah. like run back to work. And I turn around and just fucking slam into Beyonce, her bodyguard, like everyone's there. Yeah. I didn't even, re- I didn't really see her face because it was kind of her side. Yeah. And let me tell you, those bodyguards <laughs> were like, you need to get the fuck. I was like, oh, and you know, she was teeny at that time. Yeah. I was just like, oh, Fuck. I mean, she was yeah. very sweet. I, it was so quick. She barely even said anything to me. But let me tell you, I like never returned because I felt so yeah. stupid. I don't I don't even know. I, I it would keep me up at night to this. <laughs> if you body checked Beyonce. Yeah. You know who else I body checked? T.I. Very small guy. Yes. Yeah. You know? I've met T.I. He was very. Did? Why? Yeah. Um, we briefly had a podcast at the same place. And so he came in. Wait, really? Yeah, and he was on my podcast. Wait, what? What <laughs> podcast was this? Are you kidding me right no, now? No, uh, I had a for I had a podcast called Forked Up. It uh went for like three years. Yeah, and it ended in 2021. But TI was on it. Uh, what were you guys talking about? We talked about aliens, <laughs> even though I had a food podcast. <laughs> um he's a little guy yeah he's, he's a little petite. guy yes uh, very petite. charming though very charming um oh but, yeah he couldn't have been lovelier I was actually you'll appreciate this as a Bay Area girl <laughs> I was at a women it was only women invited it was like a press night it was during Grammys week for the Migos okay you know that song yeah. whatever their original first yeah, hit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck that song was, you know, <laughs> this is far before Cardi B. This is a long time ago. And I was there. I was with this um, former friend of mine, Rebecca Hathcote. I don't know where she's at. Rebecca, if you're listening, I hope you're OK. I, she kind of like, dis- you know how L.A. people disappear. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> and I was with Rebecca Jamoje, otherwise known as Miss Dimples. And we were all in the <laughs> corner and the DJ while we were waiting for Migos did a mashup of blow the whistle and tell me when to go. So as a Bay area girl, obviously get on the floor and throw bows. <laughs> and I literally was like, into TI, like couldn't have hit him any harder. <laughs> and he was lovely. He was oh. like, and I was shook. I of was course. like, Oh fuck. I just like knocked yeah. like in the shoulder TI and he gave me a hug and he took a picture but he, also his friends were like, what the fuck? This white girl just like knocked your, like went to knock you out, but he yeah. couldn't have been lovelier. Wow. Very random. Who else did you have on that podcast that we might not expect? Barbara Boxer. What? Henry Rollins. Wait, 
what henry rollins fine like yeah. that guy gets around yeah for barbara sure a boxer i had barbara like, wow like, okay. like former senator barbara boxer yeah oh, correct did. yes yes um who else was a weird one those were that, that was some of the weirder those were some of like the, the mia khalifa Mia Khalifa also gets around. Yeah, she yeah. is like on every podcast, every yeah. everything. Is she, but like I mean, a- how many podcasts have had Barbara Boxer, Ti, and Mia Khalifa? Fair <laughs> enough. Wow, what a wow. Okay, yeah. what a mixed bag. A yeah, very you got there. Yeah, yeah. Your girl's been in LA for a minute. I know. Trust <laughs> me. I'm like, dude, Jesus Christmas. When people are like, ooh, LA, I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, I'm like, I'm gonna go be a dentist. They make so much money. Um <laughs> did you watch the Netflix documentary Bad Vegan? No, but I'm very familiar uh with the whole case fuck is going on with that i the whole story is, is completely banana. ridiculous like yes. none of it fundamentally makes sense to me for those listening we're talking about the netflix documentary but also the real life story yeah of this woman who was really a restaurant or restaurant or restaurateur excuse yeah. me yeah uh, she um, had plant food and wine um, was which it p- plant or was it pure pure food maybe it was yeah pure food and wine yeah, yeah. pure food and wine yeah. um yeah, her business partner, uh, Matthew Kinney, still has tons of vegan restaurants um, all over L.A. Oh, really? What does he have in L.A.? Um, he has a pasta place in Venice. He has Sistina in Culver City. He has another, like, Kiss something in Culver City. Okay. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of a lot of spots. And hers was, like, the first vegan restaurant, I would say, that got a really big national kind of profile. Um, it was uh, raw and everybody who was anybody was always there. When I went to New York, I went there, you know, used all the money I had. Oh, yeah. How much How there. much was like a, a meal there? Oh, I also I, wondered that was it like 200 bucks, 300 Yeah, it bucks? was very, it was very expensive. Yeah. It was very, and when you say raw for the folks listening who might not know, does that yeah. mean it's cooked? Yeah. So it's like not heated over a certain degree for like enzymatic like health it's a whole branch of veganism that for some reason got popular in the national like imagination before just straight up veganism did so it did kind of paint everybody as a little fringy so (laughs) um everything's not cooked everything is raw it's like really heavy into nut-based stuff soaked sprouted yeah and so her i had a lasagna there that was really good but that was the strength of the cashews really in the mm. bechamel and everything else that was delicious but it was a beautiful spot and like so many vegan restaurants before that had wonderful food programs fell apart because of just the kooky bananasness of the <laughs> she was sort of her name is sarma melangelis <laughs> there you go yeah. but basically she was like definitely chatting with you know tons of stars and oh yeah alec baldwin like lived there yeah like, but, which doesn't he okay it that was the only thing in the documentary that made oh. sense. the fact that he would be so into a fraud crazy yeah. <laughs> fringy woman yeah and lo and behold she in the documentary was like i could have been ilaria and it's like yeah. you are actually Ilaria. Yeah. you are just a different 
version <laughs> of this woman who has like a pretend fucking accent. Who yeah, is, it's not God. Spanish at all. Who is not Spanish. <laughs> Who's like, I, me having family in Mexico, me spending so much time in Mexico, I am more yeah. Spanish than this woman. And that is a ridiculous statement to make. And I, obviously I'm kidding, but <laughs> so I guess like, you're right. It's so interesting. I never even thought about, again, because I think I'm from, you know, San Francisco and I've spent so much of my life in California, but I were raw vegan. Was, I mean, there was so many stores and like, Shops yeah, in the early Lynn. 2000s yeah that yeah, were like really early 2000s up. yeah i had yeah. my jack lalane juicer you yeah know, i didn't need to eat it was <laughs> fine it was fine yeah it went perfectly with diet culture at the time too you know yeah that's fair like and, it was and what about that actually that's a good that's an interesting thing to discuss because i think i said this when you were on scissoring but mm-hmm. i was vegan to impress a girl uh-huh. For a while, she I found out is no longer vegan. Oh, does that make you so frustrated? Or no, are you like makes I fucking like, told you? <laughs> no, she was such a fucking phone balloons anyway. Oh. I'm like you're a loser. You yeah, know? I never yeah. cleaned. I just wanted to like. I also don't have a problem going to a restaurant and if something looks good to me and it's vegan, that is not that's fine. Yes. Like I my whole life is predominantly fruits and vegetables like we live in california you know what I mean? yeah yeah exactly you're but you're secure your your diet doesn't dictate your identity you're secure in no. that so like yeah <laughs> but i gained like a ton of weight being because mm-hmm. i wasn't eating the right thing i was you know yes. i was kind of going to the easy things which is carbs or pasta or whatever which i know yeah. you know you do also have a book about how to make quicker like meals that probably yeah. aren't just those things because i think the education part veganism can be so important like all of it right so that you're not yeah it's we don't really have a good food culture here in the u.s we have a beautiful restaurant scene we have like the we have the greatest produce in the world like we have so many wonderful things but we don't have as americans like a daily practice of cooking so we don't have that kind of fluency that we need to have a healthy relationship with food regardless of what it is whether you're vegan or not and so if that to educate somebody about veganism and vegan cooking, you actually have to educate them about food first, because most people, most Americans don't know what the fuck is in their food. And for good reason, like I remember one time I was making something with peanut butter and this dude was like, can you have that? And I'm like, you have no fucking clue what is in any food you eat. Like <laughs> he thought there was butter, like dairy products in oh, peanut butter. Got it. <laughs> like, like Interesting. and it's, and that's the that's like the first part of writing these cookbooks is that I have to teach people how to cook. And then I have to teach them about fruits and vegetables because so many of us didn't grow up eating well-prepared fruits and vegetables. Um yeah. and for some reason we've blamed that on the veggies, where it's like, but you've had dry ass pork chops and nobody's blaming pork. Like, you know, hmm, like interesting. You know what I mean? We'll hold that. it, we'll hold it against vegetables, but we'll be like, I'll give chicken another try because you understand it was the preparation that versus the thing. I know yeah. I've said this many a times. Yeah. Nothing will get me more peeved than an adult who's like, I don't eat like <laughs> green things. Oh, or, like, I don't eat like I don't like water or I exactly. <laughs> I I didn't know we had an option, motherfuckers. 
But it really grinds my gears when there's an adult that's like, I don't, I won't eat, you know, squash or like whatever. I mean, God bless her. I have a dear friend. She's like, I just don't really like like tomatoes or like, I just don't, I'm just going to push off this like green bean or asparagus. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no. I mean, here's the thing. Do I like, what is it? During? What is Durian? Durian? Yeah, fruit. I the one. don't. No. I was in Thailand and I ate it and I was like, this does smell like feet to me. And I don't yeah. like the texture. It's too milky. And this isn't for me. But I tried it. Yeah. And that's fine. But I just, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. I don't like lychee. I don't really like the texture or the smell. But if there's like lychee in some, I'll like eat it. Yeah, I think that's the difference too, is also like, are you willing to kind of interrogate your own preferences and see what's up? Like, if I don't like something, I'm going to be like, oh, is it because it's bitter? Or is it because it's overcooked? Like, what is it? Like, we're all, it's fine to have preferences. But if you're just like, I don't like green things as a blanket rule, um, you're missing out on so, so much. And our taste buds change over time. So why wouldn't you want to check in and have this beautiful experience? It shouldn't be something, eating shouldn't be something we have to endure. It's a small moment for us to like bring ourselves some pleasure and to be kind to ourselves. And the fact that we don't value that moment in our culture is a loss for all of us. Yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a huge bummer. Green <laughs> food dye in your weird fucking cookies that you're gonna yeah. eat it's so stupid I yeah like, and I... oh tiktok cooking makes me insane because it's like you're not you're assembling you know if you're dumping pre-made things all into something like you're not cooking anything you're assembling dinner you're not cooking and while that's a great place to start like that's how i learned with like pastaroni you know and adding like you know, broccoli to my pastaroni when I was like eight, because I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, we all did. I mean, hello, Annie's mac and cheese with broccoli. Like, get out yeah. of here. It's a meal for days. Like, yeah, but that's not, you know what I mean? I'm not like, oh, this is my recipe. <laughs> no, Fair you're, enough. you're assembling. You're assembling. I was like, hmm, let me think about that for a second. Yeah, you're assembling. What <laughs> food? So it's, you know, I think, yeah, perception. And availability has obviously, yeah. it sounds like, really changed. What food, like vegan dupe? So, for instance, yeah. you have a lot of nut-based cheeses. You've got you, 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 nutritional yeast that yeah. tastes like cheese. You have a lot of different products that you now see on the scene yeah. that can aid in recipes and cooking for vegans. What has come the farthest? Um, what has I honestly I would say vegan cheese has come the farthest. I think going from trying to just replicate look and texture, which was how it was from the 70s to the mid-2000s, where you they just want something melty and creamy, to actually treating the nut milks like you would a dairy milk and aging it with the bacteria and all the rest that you would to make cheese. And to do yogurts, like to actually culture it has improved the taste of that so much more than, you know, there's still a long way to go, but it, it's doesn't taste like melted plastic all the time anymore. And uh, that's really that, gave melted plastic. Yeah. And, and that's really a win. Did. 
I know that the um, alternative meats have really come far. That's just not my bag. I don't like them. Um, we talked a, about that the last time. I don't yeah, talk about a, that. I would rather just have like a vegetable alternative. Yeah, no. I, if a place has a homemade burger patty with, you know, beans and all the grains and all the stuff, like something like that, I would much rather have that if it's an impossible burger or beyond burger. No shade to their products. People love them. It's just not for me. Um, but well, I know. It's very processed, no? Yeah. And that's not, I, I want to teach people to cook. I think that we, I don't want corporations to cook for us as a rule. And when you let corporations cook for you, you get the worst of all worlds. And I want to buy whole ingredients and make them into something myself. And What's like a vice that you have, like an airplane food? Like the like, most disgusting thing? Well, <laughs> not disgusting. Like, so there are no rules in the sky. Yes. In my opinion. <laughs> like there are no rules. I have been, I have tortured my soul and body through every diet that yeah. has ever been created pretty much. Yes. But when I am in an airport and I see extra toasty Cheez-Its, yeah. I purchase those and I eat them in the sky. I, <laughs> that's where it doesn't count. Yeah. I hear that. No rules in the sky. I, what I, is your like, and it, I assume it would be a vegan treat of some sort, but what is like your treat in the sky? Um, I love a Chex Mix. Ooh, yes. Is that uh, vegan? Yeah, I, I there's certain flavors of it that are. You have to check for that damn whey protein, which like fucking take it out. That is like not Why important. is there whey protein in Chex Mix? Uh, who knows? Who cares? It's sticky and it helps like the food. It doesn't matter. It's unnecessary. Get it out of there, guys. Um, I, yeah, Chex Mix is one. I mean... Yeah, I that's my that's my big like on the road feel disgusting. Let's go for it. Uh, Snyder's mix have whey protein. No, it hasn't. Uh, uh, Snyder's probably, probably. Yeah, that's some like weird off brand. Yeah, it, it checks. Checks is legit. Checks is legit. And you know, I don't mind like if I'm being really gross. I a red vine. Ooh, Rachel that's loves like, red vines. I can't. A, what the fuck is in a red vine? Uh, red number four and uh, wheat. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's a glutinous product. But I grew up um, a couple blocks from a Seven Eleven, and so <laughs> and I had braces, and you know I wasn't supposed to be eating that shit. And so I'd go down there like with my allowance and eat my red vines and just like shove them in my face. I'd come home, my mom's like, "Oh, like what?" And it's all in my braces. I'm like, "No, I haven't been to Seven <laughs> Eleven. What are you, what are you mm. talking about?" That makes me think of strawberry sour belts. Oh, yes. Love Easter a sour sketty. Yeah. Sour sketty. <laughs> Mine are the sour belts. We used to go to Gino's on oh. Fillmore and Clay. Calif- no, Clay? Yeah, or California. Yeah. Fillmore in California, maybe. And we would get a sandwich, a soda. And I would get, he had like a whole thing set up and I would get like a little brown paper bag and just fucking get so, and I was so stoned. I would smoke weed in the yeah. Plaza Park, just go sit, <laughs> eat my Dutch crunch sandwich and just plow <laughs> sour belts. Oh that, yeah. That was one of my moves. I could oh, no. skip a red vine any day. Rachel loves them. She also I, loves like, what are those things? Sour Patch Kids. Could oh yeah. Love. Them. 
<laughs> what the fuck are in those though? Do you know also, what I mean? Yeah, same kind of garbage. It's really interesting to hear you talk about like being on every diet under the sun because we're right that perfect age to still have gotten the absolute worst of diet culture. Oh, and yeah. the fact that skinny is coming so back in and low rise jeans and all the rest, like how is that sitting with you as a person? Oh, who's a question for me. Yeah. Ooh, don't like it. I am a, a high waisted, high waist almost to where my bra yes. like holds my breasts in kind of gal. I yeah. like a like borderline jumpsuit. Borderline jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah. I with like the longest zipper. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it just looks like my my vagina is like 10 it, feet long. I yeah. you know, the diet culture stuff is it's a bummer. I think, you know, yeah. I talked to Hunter Abrams, who's a fashion photographer on this show. And they were saying that, you know, there was a huge lack of representation and body representation on the runways these days. It's a bummer for me. I think to your point about cooking and eating whole foods and being excited about it. I mean, I'm like in this garden, fucking Winchester mystery garden. That's like literally what my, it's like never ending, you know, like the Winchester mystery house. Like, yeah. like <laughs> another um, Bay Area, <laughs> another Bay Area drop. But I have like my passion fruits and I have my grapefruits and my Orange. oranges and I'm doing like all different kinds of citrus. And I've attempted to grow tomatoes, but like some little pesky animal keeps eating them all. But I grew up growing my dad's from New Zealand he would grow yeah. up on a farm we we grew a lot of our own food I love that I go to the farmer's market every Sunday like a little nerd I yeah. don't go with a plan I see what's in season I love cooking food and so I think I have to just remain present in the fact that I love the whole experience I love meeting the farmers I love chatting with them this guy and I, I mean I know this is not vegan but it's eggs but this guy was so funny this past weekend with me with his eggs like he was mm-hmm. like why are they brand new fresh and I was like "Ooh, they feel so warm he's like oh you're just taking the piss out of the vinegar like this crazy <laughs> old guy you know yeah. from fucking who knows where and I just have to remember that because food became such an enemy for me for so long. And so I feel really, first of all, the fact, first of all, fashion, regardless of low rise jeans is in the dumbest place I've ever seen fashion in my life. It is a snooze fest. It is so dumb. Nothing is cute. I don't care what anybody says. It's all bad. Yeah, I fully agree. It's and not only is it bad, it's also boring, which is the bigger sin to me. Sins, 10, 10, 10 sins across the board. It's a huge (laughs) bummer. I think that, yeah. So I think having diet culture be boring and skinny and thin as in is also boring and lame. So I'm just trying to be present and not think about like the effects of food, but think about how much I love to cook food and how much that calms me down. In fact, I made an amazing mushroom bolognese like only yeah vegetables bolognese from uh cook's illustrated the other night oh it was and i didn't have any cream or milk oh but it had a lot of butter sorry what's a good butter alternative for anyone because um, dairy can fuck people up too regardless if you're vegan or not yeah miyoko's has a really lovely like french style cultured butter that miyoko's? is miyoko's yeah that's the brand and then Earth Balance is a good one for like a traditional, if you grew up with like real, like yellow, almost marginary kind of butter. Um, I that's more on. Is, I can't believe it's not butter vegan. No, it's not. What is it? <laughs> uh, it's, I, I mean, it's a bunch of like shortening dyed 
yellow. And then it has that ultra fake buttery, like almost movie what theater. What is it? Is it things. oil? Yeah, it's just oil. It's just whipped oil. So it is um, vegan. Yeah, but they put a little bit of, I think, again, it's a, a whey product in there. The even in way. Yeah. Um, Maybe but that's your not, next show. You just have rappers come on or like people come on and we figure out like, is this what vegan the fuck are you or eating? what are the fuck is this? Oh my yeah, God. Oreos are vegan. Uh, I don't like, or I don't give a shit about Oreos. I don't, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a store-bought cookie person. Like neither. Yeah. Fuck that. I give me a hor- a homemade cookie. If it comes out of a sleep, I'm barely interested. Um, Ooh, actually I take that back, you know, the, but it's very nostalgic and I haven't eaten in about like 25 years, but Pepperidge farm Milano's, oh. but oh, orange. Yes intriguing my that's grandmother loved them yeah no, there really you go them. i was gonna say i was like that that's deeper that's, that's like deeper. not real i bet yeah. i would eat it and it would be like Bleh, like that's so why much. you don't want to you don't want to go back don't don't meet your heroes don't retaste your favorite food from childhood uh just, just i regret naming this show cool 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 it should be literally called don't meet your heroes if anyone <laughs> knows i mean that's all i it's just that's it yeah i think it's all like that nostalgia stuff but yeah no i don't give a shit like what is it cookies ahoy or chips yeah. ahoy go f- get fucked i no. don't want any of that shit I uh, yeah you could give all. me a whole box of that or one homemade cookie get I, i'm gonna take the homemade cookie every single time and but i think part of like all of this food culture stuff and diet culture is i i want women specifically to feel okay being hungry and wanting to like fill yourself up and to give yourself this good food to not like how you're saying, not focus on the outcome of eating. Yeah. But really that you're, you're nourishing yourself in a, such a loving way. Um, when you give yourself the food that you want. And so many of us will, you know, especially people with kids will you dish up your plate last, you know, you give all your food to everyone around you before you fill up your own plate. And I really wish we could change the conversation away from kind of restraint with food until to just a wild hunger. And to love imagining (laughs) in my mind, women or parents like filling up their own plate and telling their kids to just figure it out. Yeah. I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, you figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I have a friend named Kat who has, mm-hmm. she and her husband have been vegan for a long time. Their kids are vegan, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know traveling. Yeah. Like overseas can be, has been, you know, oh, do they have good options there? Is there any country that you've gone to that had more options than you thought? Greece. Oh yeah. But that's but like yeah, labeled sure. vegan, like labeled vegan. Oh. Like in the Athens airport, I went to get a coffee and they had a croissant and it was like vegan croissant. I was like, what the I can't get that <laughs> like anywhere in Los Angeles. Most places don't have vegan fucking croissant. So I, I was so impressed with that. I was very surprised. And then you know, small town grocery stores have really come a long way. Like I have relatives in Duncan, Oklahoma, like nowhere. And I went to the grocery store just like to fill up my little, um, you know, refrigerator in my hotel. And they had so many vegan, like it's really, it's really becoming easier and easier, but you do have to be educated on what is in food to know 
especially when you're traveling internationally, so many places have a vegan culture, whether it's from, you know, Buddhist practices or because of fasting for other religious observations, whether you're like Orthodox Christian or all the rest, there is a culture, so many places that cooks without animal products. And you just have to be aware of that stuff and then just kind of search that out in those neighborhoods. But I really don't have that much trouble traveling internationally. You just have to know what you're doing. Yeah. That makes sense. That's, but that's the problem is that most of us don't. And because there's no culinary education, there's no like, hey, this is what is in here. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah. Uh, clearly, I don't know what's in anything. Yeah. Oh, this whole time. Yeah. I, I worked at a grocery store for a long, long time. I remember. And, yeah. <laughs> and so the questions I would get would blow my mind. Like, they're like, oh, I want to know if this mayo is gluten free. And I'm like, would you? do you know what even goes into mayo? Like they, they're not going to label it gluten-free because there, sh- there shouldn't be any gluten anywhere near this product. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to label oranges gluten-free for the same reasons. <laughs> but it's people don't know. And, you know, this no shade to these individuals, but all the shade to our fucking country. <laughs> um travis barker oh yes is a huge vegan yeah loves crossroads yeah and that that's not just for show i've seen that guy there so many I've times seen him there yeah and i haven't been in many ones he brought cal calabasas has their yeah. own crossroads <laughs> for his own for his convenience literally yeah. i think yeah. and also like it just it should they should yeah. have a second location and and the, another one in Vegas. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, the the chef at Crossroads, he um was the head chef for who's the the vegan? Oh, Steve Wynn. So Steve if you Wynn stay is at, a vegan? Yeah, if you stay at any of his hotels, um, there is at least one vegan option on all of their menus because he's vegan. So you can always, if there's a Steve Wynn anything, you're gonna find at least a, something vegan. Um, and Tal Ronan, the chef behind Crossroads, was cooked for him for a long, long time. Interesting. Yeah. Who was like the most, do you have like a whole like Rolodex of famous? Oh, for vegans? sure. Who who would be a famous vegan we might not know? Um, That would surprise you? Ellen was a vegan, no longer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she really flippity flopped on everything. Yeah. Even <laughs> that, kindness that. and happiness and all the rest, right? Oh, bless her. She, my thoughts on Ellen is that she should have never had a daytime show. She did, should have only had a late night show. And then none of this would have been a fucking issue because she could have had her whole ass personality. She wouldn't have to pretend to be like nice, nice, nice. Uh, you talk to a lot of people. She's yeah. Like, I don't know if she was nice. No, no. She was like, she, yeah. But it, is she a bigger dick than like the dudes at late night? You know what I no, mean? No, yeah. certainly not. I think it was just sort of like. Yeah, she put herself up on that on that pedestal. Yeah, who's not going to take a fucking talk show? And also she is like the biggest talk show. I mean. Oh, yeah. I just wish she could have had like the, the Tonight Show. Right? Yeah, you know I think the other problem is she went so hardcore like bringing children on her show. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I've never sat in the audience for a daytime show in uh-huh. my life. So I don't know. Have I actually been? went to the Ellen show. Stop it. Did you get a car or fucking something? No, cool? no, not not me as a human. I had some friends visiting. And so we were in the audience. They wanted to go to a taping. And I know, but did you get anything? Remember how it's like, you get a oh, car. I got I got a Pitbull CD. Stop it. Mr. Four, Mr. Four, wait, 305? Yeah, Mr. Worldwide. Worldwide? Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what's so funny? I am dying to meet Pitbull. When I yes. was still working <laughs> in music, I always used to be like, Can please get Pit- Mr. 305 on yeah. anything. And they're like, why? I'm like, I don't know. I just I don't, he's my white whale. I don't know. <laughs> he's just quite fascinating to me. Also a petite man. Yeah. Oh, they're also petite. And I'm a I'm a tall lady. Are you? Yeah, I'm five nine. And so you are? Yes. That's very tall. Yeah. And then I love to wear a heel. I love it. I love as some you sh- if that's yeah. what you like, as you should. Yeah. And especially having like a male business partner and being like knowing I'm going to have like to take a photo with TI or any of these dudes. I'm like, oh, just well, babe, you don't need no heels with TI. Let me I you. know. And that's what I'm saying is that I'm like, do I need to go barefoot? Like, do I have to shrink down? Cause I know that the dudes aren't pleased. Five, that's yeah. cool. I wish I was just like five, five or like five, six, five, seven. So I really wanted to wear like tall heels on our wedding day and we got married at the courthouse and my, my wife is not short, but she's, she's five, seven. And so with heels and I'm a good five inches taller than her. And so she did the cutest thing. She brought a little folding stool. And so when the judge was like, you, you may kiss the bride, she popped out the stool and stood on it so she could kiss down to me. Cutest it's thing. getting gayer and gayer yeah. as this conversation <laughs> evolves. Wow. I love that. Adorable. Adorable. Um, um, loved it. It's my my favorite like memory. That's from pretty cute. Yeah. I have to say. That's very, very cute. Okay. I love to ask chefs this. I love to ask anyone in the culinary world this question. Uh-huh. What is your like last meal? before you get electrocuted for something bad that you did in uh, I, oof oh that is there's so, no tomorrow there's yeah, not there, even tonight this is it this is the last of the last I, I will say generally my comfort food is Thai always oh yeah always Thai but if I'm going like last night on earth I want probably like a big plate of bucatini with like Mm -hmm. a delicious marinara tons Mm -hmm. of basil like a big caesar salad with like garlicky crouton yeah this is the correct answer yeah Yeah. and just just like just comfort 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 it would be between that and just doing a full ass like 800 thai order and just go into town is food easy to get vegan yeah where do you go a lot of uh, all the big restaurants in LA um, that are vegan use or that are Thai can usually cook something. They just need to leave, leave out like dried shrimp or this and that. Um, and especially fish sauce. The, yeah, fish sauce. But they're pretty fluent in it because if they have, you know, because of Buddhism. Exactly. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. It, it, hel- it helps me out. But um, Satha on the West Side, it's on Lincoln. Girl, I moved to the East Side. I'm never going to the West Side again. Oh. I live too far away. I just got, I just looked at my calendar for next week and it's like Culver City. Oh no. Venice. And I was like, oh, y'all trying to kill me out here. I'm Holy basil in downtown LA. Holy basil is very good. Delish. Great vegan menus too. Delicious. I, great spot. Great spot. Uh, Filipino food. La Cita in. uh, I just was there a week ago. Really? Oh, so good. You know what about La Cita? I don't know if they would ever listen to this, but you know what? The owner and his wife are so hot and from the Bay. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're also my Filipino brother yeah. and sister from the Bay. Yeah. I was like, all right, you got some family in Saramonte. What's <laughs> up? South San Francisco. I was like, I went to San Francisco State. No, they're really cute. I love Lasita. I yeah. had a they also have tons of great vegan options there. Yeah, they do. Actually, yeah. a lot of the stuff we got was vegan now that I think yeah. about it. We had chicken, but we but that's the best. That's the best. In my opinion, I would always rather eat at restaurants that have stuff that's vegan than necessarily eat at a vegan restaurant. I just find the quality of cooking and just the level of, I don't know, attention to to layering the flavors and everything is just much higher. You know, um, it's a bummer. Not hmm. that I, I always am like, last question, and then I never end. <laughs> you know what is not what it used to be? Hmm. Real food daily. Oh. That is a travesty. I, yes, when, um, what, Anne Gentry, I think was her name. Yeah. yeah um, the original one, when she left, the food just changed completely. The lady who runs Pure Vita. Oh yeah. Um, which is very yeah. good on, which is delicious. On, uh, Santa Monica. Yeah. Um, a great vegan Italian place in Los Angeles. She used to cook for them. And so after Anne left and then she left, forget, I haven't uh, been in years. I used to go all the time. All the time. My order was the spicy BLT, but as a wrap in the spinach wrap. Mm -hmm. And then I would get the Caesar salad on the side. Yes. Loved. That was so, (laughs) I loved it. And it was so expensive and I couldn't afford it. And I'd be like, this is my treat. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I earned it. (laughs) I earned it. Um, Yeah. Wow. What a, yeah. What a bummer. What a bummer. Um, Yeah. And that's, it's so many things like there was a great vegan restaurant by LACC called Pure Luck way back in the day that was so delicious and same thing like just completely fucking shit the bed and like closed I'm like come on guys (laughs) but we're left with like the garbage that lasts forever veggie grill never closed oof the worst the worst (laughs) I mean in a crunch I suppose but yes yeah real bummer (laughs) Your book comes out on Halloween. Yes. <laughs> My fifth book comes out fifth on Halloween. book on Halloween. Oh, actually, right. I, oh look, at, thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I love they ship me one copy and then I'm like, so I show it to people and they're like, oh, can I have one? Like, yeah, and it's my only You're one. You're like, no, you can't have this. <laughs> but yes, and very proud of it. Wonderful yeah. book for the holidays because there's yes. a lot of overeating in the holidays. Yeah, and I like I said, like so many of these recipes, you can plug and play into other menus. But if you have a vegan cousin, you have a vegan like daughter-in-law, whatever, like I, this food will not stand out on your spread of every other kind of food. Like it, it'll just, that's my whole thing is that it's good food that happens to be vegan. There you have it. (laughs) I just love her. You know, when you like see someone you haven't seen in a while and you're like, oh, I love that person. I love her. And I've seen the book and it's incredible. Lots and lots and lots of recipes. You wouldn't even think to yourself, oh, like hmm, that is vegan after all. But, you know, it is no easy feat to create five vegan cookbooks, let me tell you. And uh, she is incredible. I can't wait to start cooking some of these recipes. They're, it's, it's fabulous. So definitely a good little gift for yourself or for your friend. But yeah, check it out. 